But I was going into Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we eat turkey and talk about X-wing, and it is the Thanksgiving week, so we're going to do both. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Smittle. And I'm Greg Smith. And we are officially into the holiday season, at least here in the United States. Uh, those of our Canadian listeners, you already got your Thanksgiving done last month. But those of us who are uh, here in the States, we are getting ready to have a whole lot of food with our families this week. Uh, what's everybody got planned coming up? I am going down south. I guess I'm the one heading south. Uh-huh. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to anybody listening. All right. Yeah, we're heading down <laughs> south. True. He's referencing a conversation we had before starting the recording. <laughs> I guess I didn't even put it together. All right. Yeah, I'll go down to the farm for a couple of days, hopefully. Um, and so we can enjoy that. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Alex, what about you? I'm going to St. Louis to see the fam. Um, get a half day at work on Wednesday, which is nice. So nice. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, Doug, you're seeing fam, but not going out uh, St. Louis ways. Yeah, I'm taking advantage of uh, getting off at noon to drive six hours north to Minneapolis to visit my mom. And Mike Winnick. And Mike Winnick, yes. I'll be sure to to wave in his general direction. (laughs) Uh, Winnick, when you hear this episode, hunt Doug down. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, I am going to be staying in KC for the holidays. All my family's out on the West Coast, but... uh, well, with things being the way they are, I'm still not ready to jump on a plane anytime soon. So uh, I will be doing my usual. Wasn't able to do it last year, but it's kind of a tradition. I uh, tend to open my house up to folks in the area who might not have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving or might want to get away from where they have to go for Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be making a lot of food. I've got a couple of friends that have already said they're dropping in. So it's going to be a good time. Uh, it's part of it. You know, the season I just enjoy doing every year. Wasn't able to do it last year, but things are a little better now. So Doug and I back attended it. a couple of years ago. That's right. Yeah. And uh, that's right. Because that was. Uh, wait, hadn't your dad just gotten married, Doug, or, or something that mm, your dad was doing no. that? His dad was, officiated a wedding. That, yeah. Yeah. I think that's but, what it was. And he was out of the area for it. No, but, that's also not right. I don't know it why. Was just, <laughs> like, one year we didn't go home. It was yeah. You guys, you guys just didn't go home for some reason. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's just one of those things I do that uh, I enjoy about it. And speaking about getting back into the swing of things, uh, this past Friday, we all four went to a tournament together again. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, 12-person tournament hosted by our local store, Game Cafe in Independence, Missouri. It was a lot of fun. We often, uh, now that we're getting back into the swing of the free Friday night tournaments once a month, getting some more people out, seeing some people playing X-Wing that haven't for a while. It was a good time, and uh, it was our first tournament using the road rules, the random order after dials. Uh, Toshi Station did pretty well at that tournament. We uh, we took the top four spots out of 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine was a little cheesy. I lost to Smittle and then got a bye and then <laughs> got a big win pretty luck, like through pretty heavy dice variants. So I came in third, but uh, I don't I don't really feel like I earned it. I won two games. I yeah. did a thing. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. I flew and I actually won and it was weird. 
Indeed. I managed to go 3-0 coming in second, which left Smittle at 3-0 with a higher MOV taking it. So Alex and Greg have both kicked their slumps. That's true. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What did you fly, Greg? I flew uh, Kylo in the Whisper with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, and Ion Missiles. Uh, and then I flew uh, four of the Initiative 2 bombers with ATP uh, automated target priority. Uh, and that's a 200 point list. I did the ion missiles because uh, two points. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was a lot of thinking. Uh, these bombers, if you have four of them, there's so many like, okay, I'm doing a boost. Okay, remember you're doing a boost. Oh, crap, I got to check my dial. You know, like it was kind of crazy. But, and then. Kylo, this Kylo build is pretty much a blackout build, which I thought was funny because you could just run blackout for like 60 points, which is 12 points cheaper. Um, so it is what it is. I just ran it for fun. I wanted to wanted to run it, these bombers. So while the whisper isn't a silencer, three force is three force. So. Yeah, yeah, the three force is really good. <laughs> and then I was flying against large base ships in one of the games, and Kylo was just getting his bullseyes off. So it was pretty good. It, was, it went pretty good. Very nice. Now, one of the things people have talked about is with the uh, the FO bomber having that ability to boost during the system phase. How well did that uh, affect the random order? Oh, uh, I had zero overlap for all three of my games. Okay. Uh, so it didn't. Uh, but I guess that'd be really neat if I went against like. Uh, you know, another bomber list or something with the system space things. But no, I did not have any overlap. Uh, I actually didn't roll any dice after the, do we put up, what, what order do we put obstacles? Because it was just a waste. So. Okay, then. Yep. Uh, although, nope, yeah, you're right, because uh, even the system phase is initiative order, so. Right. Yeah, uh, there was like an initiative, like uh, uh, one of my opponents had a vector cannons uh, uh, Hera. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because she was initiative five or six, sorry. So yeah. I was at initiative two, she was at six, so it didn't matter anyway. But yeah. All right. Well, pretty good. You know, glad to see those getting out there. Uh how how did it feel flying the bombers without any bombs? That just seems weird. Uh I had so many opportunities where I said, Man, I wish I had bombs right now. Um, but I don't know if people put themselves in positions because I didn't have bombs. Um, yeah, that's, that's always tough because yeah. if people are playing around bombs, then the game's just totally different, just whether you have them or not. Right, and I was like, okay, so I also was going to fly a list with, uh, uh, there it goes, uh, torpedoes, advanced proton torpedoes, got it. And uh, so I was looking, I was like, oh, at this point in time, my sensor buoy would have triggered or my, you know, uh, feedback ping on a sensor buoy, and then I would have had a range one shot, but would they have moved into there? If I did have those, I kind of thought about that the whole time. Um, right. Yeah, things like that so, play deterrence. You know, right. Like, oh, yeah, so, you know, like, could could they have flown a lot different? Yes, probably. Um, but I was thinking about all these things. The no bombs is super weird, but just the bombers, like, being able to block and do crazy stuff. They were so everywhere, I didn't even know where they were so. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy, but it was a lot of fun. So, and obviously, I won some games, so I wasn't as uh, salty at myself. Yes. All right. Uh, what about you, Doug? What did you bring to the table? Uh, I brought uh, three Aether sprites. It was uh, Anakin with just Delta B, 
uh, Obi-Wan with just Delta B, and then Luminaro with Patience and Chopper, and no configuration because I ran out of points. When's the last time anybody saw an Aether Sprite without either Delta 7B or CLT on it? Well, St. Uh, Louis tournament dug one. <laughs> yeah, I played against Clint in the final, and Clint played Smittle in the cut, and he was doing uh, Rick, Plo, Obi, and he had Chopper on Plo and no configuration. He uh -huh. opted to do a shield upgrade, so he couldn't put CLT because he'd lose the mod, and then he didn't have the points for Delta B. Um, okay. Yeah, so... The one thing I'll say is, I mean, Anakin's really good because it's hard to beat an I-6 in tier with force all the time and twice the health or whatever. Um, but if if you make Obi-Wan or if you make Anakin Plo Koon, you can put Delta B back on Luminara. That's how much more expensive Anakin is. Uh, so I think in the future I would run that and be at two fives and a four instead of six five four, but getting three Delta Bs. Um, either way, the list was fun. I didn't get a, a ton of information on it because i played smittle and it was a good game and then i got a buy and then i played uh josh weiss a local of ours um and uh he just got in a rough position and then my dice were very very mean and like i two shot an x-wing at one point uh to initiative kill before i had range one and all sorts of nonsense so um didn't get a ton of information about the list but it's fun all right uh, I also went with uh, Republic. I flew what we've always been calling the Tessum Special. Uh, going back to it, we joked that I flew it for pretty much all of 2019, and then after my abysmal showing at the Las Vegas Open in 2020, did not touch it for almost two years, and realized, hey, it's uh, with Road, it's pretty good with that diverse uh, initiative. So it's uh, the two generic i2 torrents a generic i2 arc broadside with an ion cannon turret and obi-wan in the ether sprite with delta 7b getting man it, it felt like putting on an old pair of shoes really just a it is a comfortable list to fly that's kind of a toolbox that does a little bit of everything it's uh it, it's fun i don't know if i'd call it a big tournament quality list but it's a solid b tier list uh Good to get a good grasp of all the fundamentals in there. And the the fact that all the ships have some form of repositioning in you know with range control there, broadside the least, but broadside you just get in position and start doing your two hards. Uh it was a lot of fun. I fought, yeah, I went three and oh with uh some really hard fought games because that that's a list also you are going to bleed MOV because you are going to lose at least one and a half ships every game with that list. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, Life of Torrance, they get yeah. looked at and they take damage. Yeah, it's either... It, it, all of those ships are vulnerable to focus fire. You have two ships that only have one agility. You have Torrance that are five hull, two agility glass cannons. And then Obi-Wan, who if the opponent says Obi-Wan is the threat and goes all in on him... Even an Ether Sprite is going to melt to that. But if they do that, then hopefully they're giving up their flanks to the rest of the swarm. Uh, again, comfortable list. Had a lot of good times with it. Yeah, Alex, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. oh, Alex, you took oh. um, uh, first place. Oh, what were you running? You, were gonna, you have comments about Matt's. No, I was just going to say, yeah, it's a solid list. Like We've, we've seen it do well in the past, and Indeed. it uh, mm -hmm. it fits really well into uh, Road World, because it Right. It's not particularly AC or block dependent, and it was already right at 200 points anyway. Mm -hmm. yep, and it's also the yeah. It, sorry, go ahead, Alex. I say basically, you you 50 of the time you have you're moving last when you were zero percent of the time moving last 
before in bid world with it right so. mm -hmm. the the thing about it is it's also five ships that can dial in enough maneuvers to where you have great options going first or second it's really hard to guarantee blocks on those ships because they've got such wide open dials uh, again the y-wing has the most restrictive dial but i found myself actually doing some pretty aggressive maneuvering with the Y-Wing, especially because I saw a lot of uh, uh, Initiative 3 ships all day. So Broadside was constantly either playing blocker or having to get around a blocker. And I found myself doing a lot of three banks being white on that dial to just clear some space. Uh, so it, it's a little harder to... I mean, it, Broadside's a lot easier to fly if you know you're going to be moving first most of the time, because then you can always set up your positioning and focus. But I I like the, the added skill challenge of having to worry about blocking, or is this a turn I have to rotate? So, a lot of fun. And Alex, you, uh, you took home the win. What did you bring? I also brought Republic. Um, I brought Obi-Wan in the Ada with Sense and Predator because yes. Um, Plo Koon in the Delta B, which is Delta B, and then three Loyalist Volunteer Torrents with the uh, Besh. Torrents or V-Wings? Uh, V-Wings. Yeah. I always say Torrents because they're a cooler ship, but V-Wings um, with the Besh configuration, the one that lets them spend the target locks. Mm -hmm. um, so I played Doug in the first round. Um, I had Broad overlap in every single one of my games. Same. Um, I5 against I Doug. I, so, Greg, you were the outlier here. <laughs> nice. But, uh, it was a good time. I played Doug, and then I played Lindsay, and then I played uh, Ryan Krauss in the last round. Um, it was a good time. Um, my dice were hot all night, which is a good... Better to be lucky than good. Also, yeah. best to be lucky and good, which I'm not. But <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, a lot of good fun getting to see our friends and play again. Saw a lot Got of Republic. Hug. Yeah, saw yeah. a lot of Republic there. Uh, with the fine-tuned controls and intuitive controls, do you think that the Republic's repositioning ability before they move or uh, during the system phase is, I mean, is that really useful it's during road right now? It's yeah. the force. It's the force. <laughs> I mean, the other, the other abilities are useful, but they're the force faction. And it, the bigger thing is always having mods, whether you get blocked or not, uh, which makes makes you a lot more resistant to road because if you guess wrong, you're not as punished for it. So they're good, but for a different reason than I thought. <laughs> I K turned my plo directly into Ryan's ray because I went first. I went last on the first turn. I forgot about road. <laughs> and then, um, it was fine because I was still a Jedi. Mm -hmm. um. Yeah, and like uh, like the Ada's. Intuitive controls or something, whichever one it is. Uh, I mean, they are really useful for road. Like they do help mitigate it even more. But uh, like I think Aether sprites in particular are just uh, they're arc dodging aces that are way less punished by being blocked than other arc dodging aces. It's true. Very fair. Very fair. Well, that was uh, a ton of fun. Again, love getting out and playing. We're still continuing through our league. Uh, kind of taking a week buffer for the holiday, but we should be getting into our finals uh, pretty soon. How are we doing the finals for the league again, Doug? Uh, it's just going to be a single elimination cut. Um, I'm not going to play in it, uh, but so then everybody else will just be 
Uh, we'll make it a standard bracket, and then if it's not a true bracket, what we'll do is the top X players will get buys for the first round until we can turn it into a correct bracket. Ah, okay. Um, it's like our own mini system open. Yeah, essentially. I like it. Well, looking forward to that. Uh, how, how come you're not going to play in the cut? Because I'm providing all the prize support, and it feels, <laughs> weird to, <laughs> feels weird to play in a tournament to take stuff that other people paid for for myself like i don't know very fair very fair Corruption. i know a tournament that you didn't not play in. or a, a league so yeah. still said yeah i'm sorry it was <laughs> named after me it was named after you but it's i can't help it the i know Greg, i bring that i know i bring that up so many times i know but, uh, but the von Greg tie is too cool <laughs> Every time I don't know what list to play, I always look at Von Reg lists just so I can bring out the major Von Greg. Uh, yeah. fair. I used he my target lock the other day. He looks at it. Because it, uh, it has my mustache on it, so it's just yeah. really cool. I'll have you know I'm currently messing around on Fly Casual with a major Von Reg list. Ah, nice. And, well, that was uh, what we've done recently. With this week being Thanksgiving, I thought we'd kind of take this time. There's a lot of negativity and, while not outright hostility, there's a lot of bad vibes going around in the community right now. Folks are still a little salty about changes that are being made and kind of just a little disgruntled about X-Wing in general. And I thought, let's bring some positivity, especially it's Thanksgiving. Uh, so we're going to take uh, a bit for each of us and talk about things that we are thankful for in x-wing uh positive things that the game has brought us that might not be in our lives without it uh right off the bat we're going to go for the free space bingo of course we are all thankful for having met each other and having this are podcast we, are well, okay. we thankful <laughs> Let's i've never met smittle i wouldn't live in kansas city we met in college that we don't yeah. count <laughs> yeah you guys don't count you guys actually met each other before x-wing x-wing all i'm just... saying is if i didn't know smittle i'd have found x-wing but I wouldn't have moved to Kansas City to play it. <laughs> That's a decent Dude. point, to be oh, honest. Oh, gosh. That's like a weird Elseworlds where Doug's part of the scrub cast. And... True. Oh, wow. Doug's oh. so mad about Road right now. Yeah. Do, you ha- do you hate generics or what, dude? Well, I mean, they're ruining the game. So probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I have uh, something, and it's kind of your free bingo thing, but with, like you said, there's, there's some negativity and such, but I would like to say that the group of friends that I have uh, gained um, with X-Wing, and I have never been in a group of friends where I've been treated so well. Like, uh, I don't get put down. I don't, uh, you know, nobody calls me dumb, blah, blah, blah. The things that I I deal with on a daily basis that you know about. And I think about it all the time. Because, like, I just don't have that in a lot of, well, anywhere else, right? So it's really cool. And and that is, like, my big factor. So I could be terrible at the game and still just show up for you guys. I am terrible at the game, and I do show up. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) You are so much better than you think you are. Yeah. Yeah, you you have improved so much over the last couple years of playing. Where I remember those first years, you know, or so, where you were coming out to the Tuesday nights uh, all the way from Topeka and learning the game and throwing things out there. And I remember we'd all just see you show up and be like, "Okay, what's he gonna bring?" 
okay, okay, uh, what does that pilot do again? Because no one has ever flown that pilot. Okay, yeah. I guess we'll try. And you, it was kind of like one of those things where uh, we, you might have heard us on the podcast a couple times mention uh, Bryson, who was uh, the young 13, 14 year old that played in our local group, who, same thing, he would just throw random lists together and get his head handed to him until we said, find a list you like playing and play that until you've mastered it. And it happened to be 1.0 where he flew three triple ion defenders. Mm-hmm. And uh, he became an absolute nightmare with that list. In mm-hmm. fact, won the Veterans Day tournament where we met Greg with that list. Yeah. And Greg, you started doing the same things when you decided that the resistance bomber was going to be your yeah. ship. Yeah. And again, I remember we were like, oh, gosh, he's going all in on this ship. And then it, you started getting really good with it. And, yeah. you know, second edition made it a little different. But again, that's I know if if I see you bring a, a bomber list to the table, there's going to be some shenanigans that I don't know how to deal with. So and that's always if, great to see. if I bring a resistance bomber to the table, know that I'm going to have fun. Yeah, that's that's what I love about that ship. And so that that could be my. That could be my, what am I thankful for? I really have, I have like that and like maybe one other ship that like when I bring them to the table, I don't care if I win the game. I'm bringing it for some silliness and I just love the way it looks. And I like to, you know, I just, I, I like to miss a rock when I do like a two bet, whatever. Like, you know, it's yeah. just something dumb, like whatever. Like, so that's my thing. I just, I really like that ship and I always have. So. Yeah. You can tell I'm in that same mood. Anytime you see me put porkins on the table. Ah, yes. I, I'm here to have fun. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah. I think I, you know, my thankfulness kind of goes the opposite direction because before X-Wing, uh, my hobby gaming was super competitive. I played Magic the Gathering. I played a couple other games for a short terms of time. But I was in the absolute competitive mindset, kind of the win-at-all-cost style it was super toxic back in the day. And when I got into X-Wing, I expected it to be that way as well. But short of a couple bad interactions early on with one specific player who almost made me quit the game, I realized there are people who are good at this game, competitive at this game, but still have fun with it. And it's just like you said, you can have someone show up only intending to have fun and have a good time and they can sit down against a world's caliber opponent, and the two of them will enjoy playing each other. There's none of this, oh gosh, why do I have to waste my time with a scrub? No, a game of X-Wing is still fun. And like you said, I hadn't got that in any other kind of competitive setting because, yeah, there are X-Wing tryhards, but you're having fun while doing it. And even those people who right now are, you know, uncertain about the future of the game and not having fun with how they think they're going to be they still have fun i guarantee you when you sit down at a table we've had fun testing out road and it's the just the atmosphere of knowing i can show up with a list that's got wolf waro and porkins and colby sperado in it and everybody's going to go okay but putting it on the table is still going to be fun to fly because that's the kind of people this community has. It's not a factor of the game itself. It's the emergent gameplay that's come from the community. And we see that worldwide with some of these online tournaments we've been doing. It's the same everywhere. Uh, it's not just a local thing. That's, that was also my first thing. I thought maybe it's just that the KC crowd is super laid back. 
And then I went to my first travel tournament. It was like, oh, no, everybody's actually laid back and cool like this. I love this community. And that's yeah, that's just so rare. You don't find that in any other games. Uh, I know Doug and Alex, you guys both play uh, League of Legends. You certainly don't find people playing League of Legends for the fun of it. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, like, like, technically we do, I guess. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess a little not, different because it's yeah. anonymous. But yeah, not but at the I, competitive I level. Yeah. yeah. God help us if X Wing ever becomes an esport. Yeah, um, um, and and there's been growing pains for that's that, like. Oh, sorry. Um, I think the community has definitely had growing pains. It's not as uh, blindly positive as it used to be, I think. But uh, but overall, I agree with you. Like I, I think the the community is overall a very positive place. Yeah, I think the community, when we're not at the table, has the same problems any hobby does. But mm. when we actually sit down to do this thing we love, all of that just seems to vanish. For those... You know, 75 minutes that you're across a table from someone else, or 40 minutes if you're playing me, uh, it's, you know, all of that goes aside, and everybody, you're friends with whoever's across that table. That's how it always feels. Even if you've just met them, that's a friend that you're having a good time with. This game does that, and unlike anything else I've ever played. Uh, I, I would like to add to that. So, uh, Tyler Jury, he's... Uh, from Topeka, and we mm-hmm. came together. It has been years since he has gone to Kansas City to play yeah. X-Wing. It was great and to I think he, yeah, I think he told you that. I think he told somebody the story. He, he had a terrible, uh, terrible experience at another store uh, years ago, and it was there was a there was a person there that he had a bad experience with. The the person running the tournament was bad. It was just terrible, and he lit for years did not go back to Kansas City. And he called me, or he texted me, and he was like, hey, you going to that one on Friday? I was like, yeah. And so we drove up there together. I loved having him along. I, that drive was boring at 2 o'clock in the morning, by the way. <laughs> and he he even was like, he was, I could tell that he was happy. Like, he was like, oh, I'm so glad I went. Like, I don't no longer have that one instance where I was, you know, upset at whatever. And so you guys, I think you guys showed him a really good time. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. huge. I'm glad he had a good time. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of good times, what are you thankful for about X-Wing, Alex? Um, this is kind of a cop-out, but like literally the game is just a vehicle to hang out with people I enjoy being around at this point. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy playing X-Wing still, but my main reason to coming out to game nights or to traveling is just to hang out with my friends. Um, and I'm grateful for all of the people i've met this is getting really cheesy um well i've met a literal shit ton of people through this game over the last seven years and that's really the, that's really what it's all about yeah a literal a literal yeah. shit ton <laughs> people yeah it's great i mean and people that aren't local that i've met only through x-wing that I've gone and done other things with now. Uh, getting to play D&D with uh, Ryan Farmer and Ben Keller and Mike Carpenter and Tyler Tippett, uh, Ricky White. These, uh, I mean, heck, uh, Ricky White, late of the Scum and Villainy podcast, who's one of the reasons I got into competitive X-Wing. Uh, we've become great friends, even though he's dropped out of the game. I have, I was like the first person outside of his family to hold his new baby. The, these kind of things, exactly what you're saying, Alex, getting to hang out with these friends that we see 
And sometimes that, that kind of feels bad when we see our friends move away from X-Wing because it's, in a lot of cases, like, oh, I don't get to see this person as much anymore. But then when they come back for anything, be it X-Wing or not, that's still there. Uh, I've had, you know, great nights out getting close to blackout drunk with Zach Matthews or uh, getting to laugh about just random stuff with Blair Bunky and Chris Allen. The kind of people that we don't see each other because we're not locals, we always have that X-Wing com- you know, commonality. But when you get together and it's not about just X-Wing, that's, again, that community that we've made about this game is great. Uh, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I miss people that have moved away for a lot of reasons, and most of it is getting to hang out with them. Uh, you guys have been doing the Crate Cup with our friend Brian Davis, who uh, moved out to North Carolina, was a regular at our Wednesday night things. But when Brian comes and visits, and when he came to the Wednesday night game night, uh, Brian hugs are almost up there with Greg hugs because Brian is also six six. So they're all giants. That's Brian the, is yeah. six foot seven. Yeah. Yeah, Brian is huge. <laughs> Brian just like I'm saying him. that he's got to be huge. Yeah, yeah. Brian's, Brian's a big dude. Absurdly mm-hmm. tall human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since he left, Greg, you're almost the tallest one in the local group now. Almost. It's kind of it's kind of normalized because I believe Brian was definitely the outlier. Yeah. 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 What about you, Doug? Uh, what's got your thankfulness meter going? Nothing. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> ah, curmudgeon uh, again. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the community and uh specifically how much they care about the game still. Uh, And obviously that has led to a lot of negative comments and stuff like that in, you know, the recent memory, but it shows that people are still really fired up about this game. And I think that's really lucky after almost two full years of a pandemic now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's, it would have been very easy for everybody to have just put this game away and never pick it back up after a year Mm -hmm. of not playing in person. And uh, not only are people coming back and playing in person, but they still really, really care about the future of it. Uh, sometimes a little too much, but... Um, a little too aggressively, at least. <laughs> yeah, at least a little too aggressively. Um, but I am thankful that, that people care that much. Like, it is, at the end of the game, it's it's just a board game. Um, mm-hmm. But people really enjoy it, and people really want it to stick around for a long time, and that's great. Yeah. Is it a board game? It's a mat game. It's a tabletop. O R E D. Blam! Got him. Burnt road hooks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something I thought you were going to say, actually, Doug, because it's always been something I've been a little envious of is uh, that this is a hobby and a thing you get to share with your dad. That we always love it when we get Bob out to play or we're out in St. Louis and things like that. Uh, But you've had that pretty much through your whole life. Uh, The two of you have played chess, uh, admittedly, for years and then sharing x-wing and things like that uh you know i know you just mentioned chess but has that always kind of been a thing for you and uh, your dad being able to do things like this together um i would say chess is probably the start of it as far as um competitive games that we play together um i don't know we always played like video games and stuff like that together as a like when i was growing up and then uh 
I guess it started around like fifth grade, but really uh, into late middle school and high school is when I really started playing competitive chess with him. Um, but yeah, so it's it's been a long time. And then uh, when I went off to college, it went away for a while. And then we found X-Wing and it's come back. And uh, I really like it. It's uh, it's nice to have an excuse to hang out with your dad to go play in an X-Wing tournament. It's a twofer. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Like those are family trips and X-Wing trips. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty neat. Yeah, and we've seen that with families that play X-Wing. Uh, you know, again, Tyler and Mark Tippett. Uh, we've seen you know, a couple other folks I know. Uh, uh, Marcel and his fiance play as well. Uh, I've seen uh, our local friend uh, Josh Weiss brings his uh, former girlfriend, now wife, to uh, a couple tournaments, and she's great. Uh, Ryan and Jess Krause. The the family aspect of actually, and I think that's also because it comes out of Star Wars, which has always been something that like families can always enjoy together. It's my my whole family growing up. My grandparents actually huge star wars nuts they had star wars on vhs back when vhs cassettes were like 80 bucks back in the 80s and they had those they recorded and this is why i know those movies to heart the star wars holiday special and both the ewoks films the the direct-to-tv movies they had recorded off there and we watched those on the weekends because that was like the family thing to do star wars stuff so, I mean, oddly enough, I'm the only person in my family that plays. My mom did for a short while. Uh, she tried to get into X-Wing because she loves board gaming and she knew I loved this. But it's she was never a real big part of that. I kind of wish that my dad or my grandparents were still around so that they could see the game and love it like that. It's, you know, we talk about X-Wing being a big family, but the fact that there are actual families taking part in it is something that's really neat. And I haven't seen that in any other kind of hobby game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem to be a little more popular here. Um, you get families a little bit in chess, but it's it's not quite the same. Just because chess isn't a social game. It's not a social competitive game at all. It's, uh, I mean, kind of the opposite in terms of yeah, actual gameplay. Yeah. Um, there's obviously still communities and stuff, but uh, it's it's not the same. I mean, chess has a reputation for the best players being like the most antisocial, broken people on the planet. You know, God, read about Bobby Fischer sometime and whew, crazy. Yeah, they get some oddballs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But again, I think, you know, what it comes down to is there is a whole lot that this game has brought us over the last, I mean, gosh, almost, we're coming up on what, nine years almost of actually? 10 years. It was. July or it was like July of 2012 when it debuted. Okay, I thought it was check out 2013, but yeah. So man, coming up on a 10th anniversary of X-wing, that's probably going to be when we get our next new ships. Maybe uh, we might get some in the spring. Yeah. Oh. I don't know you, if there's any more that FFG designed or if this is the last set, the Gauntlet and everything. I don't remember. Yeah, because we've got they've announced the the Razor Crest, the Gauntlet, and the card packs, but. With worldwide shipping being what it is, no idea when we're going to see those on shelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It would and, be a while. It'd be a while, regardless. Let mm-hmm. alone with the shipping issues. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate that AMG has not set out any hard dates this far in advance. Because remember back in the day when we were like, "Oh God, how long is this going to be on the boat for?" You know, that'd be even more monstrous right now. Yeah, I, I know they said first quarter 2022, but, uh, you know, that's a three-month window, so it could still be five months out. We'll just have to mm-hmm. see. Indeed. It'll come when it comes. Yep. 
Well, with the positivity under our belts, uh, there are some upcoming events we do want to show a little. Uh, Fly Better has put up some details for the Las Vegas Open, including what their rules will be. They've got the start of a band list, which is, I believe, based on things that AMG has said or heavily hinted at. So uh, they they have said that this will change if AMG puts out anything formal. But it looks like they're trying to kind of uh, get ahead of the the power curve on that and see what is what game is going to be like by the time it comes out uh again go to the fly better facebook page and get yourself signed up if you are planning on going to the las vegas open they just said that the friday heat is already completely sold out so if yeah, you're going to get tickets get them now i am like 99 percent going at this point with my dad and i need to go ahead and buy my ticket for saturday to make sure it doesn't uh I mean, if it sells out, they said they'll try and expand seats, but, you know, that's never guaranteed. So if you're planning on going, better sooner than later. And if you are planning on doing the uh, the Sunday big acronym BBQ tournament, uh, the one they have that uses the hyperspace tournament, it's, it's a fun time. Get your tickets ahead of time. They will not be available at the event if it's anything like last year's. So... Again, LVO, lots of fun. You'll get to meet a lot of people. It's, again, not a sanctioned event this year. It's still always a kind of a big fan thing, but it's uh, it's going to be a great time for those who are going. Yeah, I mean, they, they always knock price support out of the park. Um, yeah. They, oh, they it's going to uh, be huge. Yeah, and they do incentive based on how many wins you get, not just making the cut. So it's, mm-hmm. it's almost worth it to play through all six rounds. It's just uh, like for each win you get, you get so many prizes yeah one win um, gets you 10 focus tokens yeah i say i believe it's it's sets of mirrored acrylic focused uh or uh, if you win six games you'll get like an entire set of mirrored tokens which sounds pretty dope so yeah cool indeed uh also in that name uh that vein the second jank tank open sponsored by gold squadron podcast and fly better will begin taking signups in december uh it's going to be on tabletop simulator this time the last one was on vassal uh, both of the podcasts are each going to be donating $1 per participant to a charity of the winner's choice. Uh, I believe it was uh, Agata Pickles out of Poland, I think, who mm-hmm. won it last year. Uh, and Greg, you actually did better than the rest of us at the Jank Tank. That's actually yeah. why we had you on the, uh, the, yeah, first, the first time I had you on the podcast. Yeah, I can't that, remember. Did I get top 32? Yeah, you you uh, yeah. yeah you made it all the way to the cut on that one with a list that included an Ezra shuttle and Porkins. That list was so good though. <laughs> that list made it me bring Ezra, That list made me bring an Ezra shuttle to Corellia, and oh. I got my head kicked in. That, that one's kind of on you though. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But watching it's almost like if you randomly generate lists versus making pre-built lists, there's going to be different strength levels. Uh, <laughs> almost like that true, yeah. true i guess yeah it was good because other people had some crap yeah oh uh, yeah i think i made it to round two uh i went out round one mm-hmm. i think yeah. i made it to round two as well yeah, so how many rounds does that mean i play four I, I no, you had i think like six rounds in that because it went that uh, the no. tournament was he, no no that's right no because it's, they cut, cause cut it's single elimination yeah, yeah it's single elimination that's right uh, I think he went. I think Greg went four rounds though. Yeah, I think you, I lost. I think I lost in my fourth game. But yeah, that was a fourth or fifth. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah. impressive. Uh, the fun of it, I really hope they do like they did last year and do the list generation live on Twitch. So yeah. that that it was just hilarious because uh, and I watched it live. Yeah, the uh, there's the constant the oddball counter. 
those up. Uh, see how oh, many right. people, how many people get lists with oddball in them. And then like uh, people were donating money for oddball lists. Yeah. Or, well, I can't remember what it was. It was like you could donate extra dollars. Yeah, people were. Yeah, a bunch oddball. of people. A bunch of people jumped in and they said, "I will donate a dollar for every list that shows up with oddball." Oh, or, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get or people like, to choose their oddball list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, for every time that uh, was it like novice technician shows up in a list, I'm donating a dollar. Things yeah. like that. So that's, yeah, it was that, pretty good. And again, it's all for a good cause. Uh, you know, Gold Squadron and Fly Better putting that money towards charity. It's uh, a real good time. I believe that uh, Agatha, uh, her chosen charity was a uh, uh, an LGBT activist charity in Poland where things are kind of not good on that front for folks. So it's, again, a way for the X-Wing community to use our numbers to make a difference for folks out there. It, it was two charities. She split it. That's right. And one was for, uh, it was, yeah, it was a uh, like an anti-hate uh because like you said it, it's quite uh different over there and then i can't remember oh i can't remember what the other one was yeah but uh, i know but they were both they were both awesome like mm-hmm. when when they announced them i was like yeah okay yeah i and i <laughs> i love watching the list generation when they go through for that because i don't know how many times they were doing list generation d and ryan and they would look at a list and go no 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 that's too good we're re-rolling the whole thing and yeah. just watching the twitch chat going insane about it uh they put a lot of effort into that and you know Moving on to shout-outs, I'm going to go ahead and give a first shout-out to uh, D. Yoon, who has been, over the last couple years, probably uh, one of the hardest-working men in X-Wing. Not only with Chris Marshall handling AMG's rules forum, but D. has been the marshal for pretty much every online event. He has been keeping Fly Better going. Uh, the Just the sheer amount of effort he puts in and the shit he takes from the internet uh is more than i could possibly do so hardest working man in x-wing d yun gets my shout out this week what about everybody else uh i would like to shout out my father bob how <laughs> i think we're just all letting you have it at this yeah point. At this he, point. he when i said i hated falcons he told me i couldn't shout him out anymore <laughs> and out of respect for bob howe i i agreed um uh, out of respect for bob howe and your hatred for falcons true it can um, be two things <laughs> i'd like to shout out the um two newer uh players that were at the friday tournament um and I don't know their names, Doug. I think you might know their names. I think one is in the league. Oh, Tim. Uh, yeah, Tim Hendricks, who's in our league. Yeah, there was Tim. Uh, there, there were a lot of people. Yeah. Russell, uh, Russell, shout out Russell. I played Russell in the last uh, league. Ryan yeah. Jeschlecki, is that right? Yeah. Jeschlecki, yep. Also a good yeah, player. I, I played Ryan. Uh, I got to finally play Russell, who's a young younger fellow who uh, listens to our podcast and was in our previous league with us. Was he uh, the one playing the Torrance? Uh, he that was, was Ryan. That was Ryan. Ryan. Okay, okay, uh, I played him. Okay. Yeah, Russell was flying a Rebel Salad with uh, uh, Hera in the B wing. Uh, Colby Sparato, who oh man, I forgot how good for an initiative four Colby Sparato is. That's going to go on a list of underappreciated pilots because the ability to focus boost and then open the wings again, 
really strong. Does that mean there was two Colby Sperados because the, uh, Tyler took one too? Tyler took one as well. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that Twice is actually. Sperado. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the, did you play in round two? They were Lindsay all, is the Lindsay. Other, that's Lindsay right. Yeah, oh there. yes. Also yes. New. She yeah. was flying right. Uh, Turfinier, Turfinier, okay. and Vagabond. Uh, Vagabond. Yes, yeah, so that's where my overlap was in round two. Was against Vagabond and the V Wings. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, unfortunately, in our game, I just arrived one turn more before she was ready for it, so I caught her whole list on the side. But uh, it was a good time, and she she had a good time. She said, "So I'm glad." Yeah, she was she was really nice. She was uh, watching my game, my first game, because uh, she got to buy, and uh, yeah, she's very inquisitive, or uh, you know, just uh, curious of the game. And yeah. I could tell that, you know, maybe hasn't been playing for very long because I'm pretty sure the, uh, the shoot, Ryan, I'm guessing you said he said yeah. it was his first tournament. Yep, Ryan's first tournament. Um, uh, so that was cool. Lindsay had been out to a few of the Friday night ones yeah, before. Three, two or three of the Friday oh, okay. night ones before with her brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Ryan, who has been uh, getting better and better as uh, time goes on. So we're getting uh, new blood be- locally. Yeah. Part of me is Which always is like, good. yeah, new players. And then it's like, oh, no, I have to learn how more new people play. No, that's a good thing. Like, it's it, a it had been a, Kansas City hadn't been drying up, per se, but it had just been a lot of old guards for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was surprised that there wasn't as many um, of our older group there um, on Friday. And then because uh, there was actually a lot of newer people. Yeah. I mean, I got to play Russell and then Tyler and then Ryan, folks who I had not played before. So, again, I run my, I'll go to a tournament with all my friends and I won't have to play any of them. I love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had to play my roommate. Yeah. Well, that's what you guys It's been a minute, Scrub. Yeah. I mean, it's been a minute since we played. Yeah. We've actually played the last couple weekends at home. Mm -hmm. To be fair, Tashi Station Radio was one third of that tournament. So. And it was the top third of that tournament. Let the record oh, show. That yeah, was earlier yeah. than I intended. No, 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 absolutely. Because uh, the sentence before was about all these new players. <laughs> yeah, we bullied wow. them. I, I, uh-huh. fair, I played Doug and Ryan. I only played one new player. I just uh, also the, bullied Doug and Ryan with the hottest of dice. Don't. Looks like it's the Toxic Station radio now. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Well, it's true. It that always you... was. Astronaut, <laughs> astronaut, gun, astronaut. Thank you. <laughs> With, I think, maybe one exception, if all four of us go to a tournament, at least two of us are usually guaranteed to make the cut. Uh, I think the exception being the hyperspace trial that was at the Geekery, where all the out-of-towners came in and just kicked our teeth in. Uh, They're gonna have to play each other in that tournament too. Yeah, exactly. Because we we tend to if we all four go to a tournament, especially if it's traveling, usually that means a lot of the KC crowd goes, and we tend to cannibalize each other when that mm-hmm. happens. Although crossroads, though, it's coming. Yeah. All four of us going to crossroads. Greg, you're yes. getting kidnapped if you can't come. <laughs> I I am choosing to go to crossroads instead of Elvia. Same as am I. Yeah. Same. So I I I was yeah I was really thinking about it when we were talking about it and I was like man you guys have talked up Crossroads for so long I was like there's going to be another year I could probably go to Elvia. I was like Crossroads this year let's do it it's all right we we are planning a road trip and so yeah. that is uh that is another great thankful thing is being able to do road trips again soon mm-hmm. cannot wait oh Greg surprise Brian will be joining us at Crossroads what and then probably coming back to kansas city with us what yep you're gonna get a you're gonna get a road trip with brian oh man wait wait wait. 
I know we talked about this at work. Does this mean we're going to rent another large vehicle so we can get the Doug and Alex uh, minivan review? Yeah, like we had yeah on our it it's been too long since <laughs> we've That was why we started the podcast. Yeah, true. <laughs> it was a key feature of our first podcast, and we swore we'd bring it back, and then something happened that delayed us by 18 months. <laughs> so uh, whatever rental facility uh, that we'll be frequenting, you are going to be a Tashi Station uh, feature coming up. And now All we're right. where now we're big potatoes. They gotta they gotta sponsor us. We gotta sponsor them. I don't know, we're getting paid for That's my point. Yeah, we're big potatoes. <laughs> oh, we are the big potatoes. I thought that yeah. was the car rental place. Uh, prepare for uh, a <laughs> station radio sponsored by Enterprise Rent a Car. I, mean, I think future. we did Enterprise last year. But... Oh my gosh. No, I'm just like I gotta Google big potatoes car rental. Like... <laughs> I hope it's a thing. Oh, got to do it. He's going to roll up to Crossroads in a giant spud. <laughs> like the Wienermobile. But oh, man. Potatoes. <laughs> the potato Could mobile, we? I guess. What do they, what do, they do with the... I mean, Wienermobile's got to be retired at some point. I'm pretty sure they must sell those. Yeah, Why do I want to spell potato wrong every time? Because it's a hard word to spell, man. It is a hard word. Potatoes. Oh, how much does it cost to rent a potato hotel? <laughs> what is a potato? A giant fake potato has been turned into a home that you can rent in an Airbnb. All right, I'm, in Idaho. I'm we gotta go to Idaho, boy. <laughs> that is the city or the state of potatoes. Oh, what is the big Idaho potato truck? That looks like we can rent that. <laughs> so we'll look into that. Uh, but oh, this, is, this is live and important to happen live. <laughs> <laughs> before before we go too far off the rails, I want to wish everybody out there a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for sticking with us. And for Tashi Station Radio, I'm Matt. I'm Doug. I'm Alex. And I'm Greg. And we'll see you after the holidays. Spud. It looks like a Lightning McQueen potato truck. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Toshi Station Radio. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. Follow us on our social media on Facebook at Tashi Station Radio, an X-Wing podcast, on Twitter at Tashi Station XW, on Twitch at Tashi Station X-Wing, and on YouTube at Tashi Station X-Wing. If you want to help us offset our hosting costs, you can go to co-fi.com slash Tashi Station X-Wing and toss us a few credits to help keep the hubs off our back. Stay safe, fly well, and we'll see you next episode.